This is TF Wire, Transformers Week in Review, Episode 52, recorded August 27th, 2006. Welcome to TF Wire. It's the finger holes, Ultra Magnus. We shall call you New Soundwave. It pays to get Transformers because you get girls. This is Matrix Prime. Power 64. This is Matt Spader. This is Curious Saying Transformers. Chill out. Hello and welcome to TF Wire. I am Jesse slash Matrix Prime. And on this week's show, I'm joined by, well, just Power 64. Can we make this quick? I got somewhere I need to be in five minutes. <laughs> I'm okay. joking. Well, we we can sign off now. Okay. Bye. The quickest show ever. This has been TFR. I'm OS64, <laughs> and your host has been Matrix Prime. See you next week. Bye. Seriously though, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Curious and Spada both. We, we kicked them off the show. We got tired of them. Okay, come on. Enough joking. Tell them where they are. <laughs> Uh, uh, Spada, it's his birthday. Happy birthday, Spada. Indeed, happy birthday. Curious? I forgot where Curious said he was going. I'm sure he feels loved. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't remember where he said he was going. Sorry. Sorry, Curious. So that's two weeks without Curious. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> oh, well. And we're coming off from, uh, our first live show, too. Yep. That was I, fun, I guess guys. you can call it live. Yeah. So for those of you that missed it, uh, you need to visit the website, tfwire.com. We will be doing another one at some point in the future, so check it out. We should give notice on the week before this podcast, at least. Yep. I'm thinking maybe the weekend after Labor Day. Yeah. Could work. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Don't hold me to that. Okay, so on to the news. Sure. Okay, story one. Movie Megatron images surface. Originally posted on ain'titcool.com, we got our first glimpse of Megatron from the upcoming movie, courtesy of Leak Styleboards. The images included a full-body shot of both the front and back of the character, a view of the alt mode labeled as Alien Jet, and a close-up of the normal head design as well as the battle mode head design. Fan reaction to the pictures has prompted Hasbro's COO, Brian Goldner, to post his response on the Don Murphy forums. Without revealing too much, he does say that the Megatron-style boards are of an early design and that there is a reason for him looking the way he does. Note the implication, which is very true, that the fan reaction has been primarily negative. <laughs> Do you like the pictures? Uh, it's... I'm happy it's a work in progress. <laughs> On the other so hand, you're... while I don't think it's that good in its current state, it does have potential. I've actually been thinking there are some minor tweaks that could be done to it to make it look much more like a Megatron than it already does. Such as? Well, I actually mocked up an image of it. I could post it in the uh, TFWare forums after the show, but uh, primarily uh, increase the size of his shoulders uh Make the paneling on his chest closer together. Get rid of the angling on it so it's all vertical slash horizontal panel lines instead of the weird 30-degree angle that they've got them at now. <laughs> Maybe actually integrate a trans... 
maybe integrate the Decepticon logo into the center of the chest for there, maybe not, it's their call. Uh, past that, uh, maybe a bit more definition between the chest and the waist, and then add a gun, which... If I recall correctly, when Brian Goldner uh, posted a response, he said that they were going to add a BFG. Yes, he did say that. And now, now do you think this is the Earth mode Megatron? The Cybertron? I think it's the Ooh. Cybertronian mode. Although, I'm not even sure Megatron will be getting an Earth mode. Aww. Uh, don't say that. Well, it kind of fits his personality. <laughs> it's basically That's a true. disguise. Who the fuck cares about that? <laughs> And the one thing I'm thinking, which might be a really interesting path for him to go, instead of making his BFG uh, attached to his arm like it has been in the past, maybe go with a design that's something between Beast Wars Megatron, Vash the Stampede, and Mega Man, and actually have the cannon transform from one of his arms. That could work. Though I don't know if his arms are actually big enough, at least in the picture we saw. Well, they don't actually have to have that much mass if it's going to be an energy blast type thing. It just could be like three or four pylons surrounding a blast charging up. So I wouldn't like to see a much bigger gun than than what is than the size of his arms. True. But maybe that's just me. Anyway, it's not an explicitly final design or anything like that. They will be tweaking it, and from what I hear, fan reaction is kind of having an influence on them rethinking the design a bit more strongly. <laughs> Let's hope. Yeah. Although I actually do like the head design. The head design is not bad. I, there's maybe one or two things that worry me a bit. I do want them to make sure that the eyes glow red and uh, maybe make sure they're a bit wider than most of the eyes because that ha- is one of the oddly consistent things about Megatron designs across the board. The yep. eyes are always red, and they're always like two to three times wider than they are tall and rectangular. Did you get a Beast Machines floating head? Uh... Yeah, I did, actually. It very much resembles the Beast Machines Megatron head, which yep. I was never actually that big of a fan of. I kind of wish they would maybe tweak it so it's a little less football helmet and a little more... World Warrior War- helmet? I was actually going to say World War II combat helmet, but Warrior Helmet works too, because that's been the trend from the past three series. As far as that goes, though, it's not that objectionable to me. Next story. All right. Movie Jazz Rumors. TFW has received information about the possible design of Jazz in the upcoming movie. The character is rumored to have a gray body, the iconic visor over the eyes, and claw-like fingers. The body is rumored to be similar in design to both Optimus Prime and Bumblebee, in that it has exposed gears, pistons, and wires. And uh, just something adding for myself, deviating from the script. Another thing popped up on a few uh, movie rumors websites from somebody's visit on the set. Apparently, it's just about confirmed that Jazz will be a Pontiac Sunfire. Yep. And uh, I forgot to add that. Yeah. And the other interesting thing that came out of that is Don Murphy has what may be the most awesome Transformers shirt ever. <laughs> the back is the Autobot logo, and the front says, "Big fucking robots are coming." Yep. Actually, no, giant fucking robots, but eh, same point. <laughs> as far as Jazz being a Sunfire, any thoughts? And the I'm really, numbers? I'm really not too familiar with the that car design. Uh, it's 
decent looking one. Out of most of the sporty. GM cars, it does seem like it fits it the best. Yeah, it is kind of sporty. Wait, is it Sunfire? No, sorry, I, I screwed up Solstice. It's the Solstice. Solstice. This is, I'm not familiar with that one either. <laughs> yeah, it actually... I hate... I don't want to say it... Yeah, man. This may not be the best way to say it, because... Oh, he's he's going to say it. Oh. By no means do I want to imply that it's not a good car or anything like that, but it does look basically like a poor man's Porsche, which actually means it fits <laughs> Jazz very well. <laughs> yes. So that's good, I guess. Yep. <laughs> well, are, are you uh, happy with the designs of the robot modes we've seen so far with the exposed gears and pistons and, and such? I am withholding final judgment at this point. <laughs> I mean, I wish they were a bit more traditional, but I'm not really as upset by them as most people are, and I'm also really starting to think that they are going to look significantly better when shown in the movie in full motion Actually moving. and transforming yes. and that kind of stuff than they do now oh. when it's just a single still shot of a mode. Yeah, I agree. Uh, though I'm hoping uh, Bumblebee looks much better as CGI. I'm not really liking the the uh, the model of the pictures we've seen. Like I said, they might look one hell of a lot better actually moving. Here's hoping. Yep. Story three. Sure, why not? The Transformers movie merchandise. Closing out the movie news this week, Sabertron.com is reporting that some Transformers movie merchandise is popping up in the Toys R Us computer system. Apart from the usual size class figures we would expect also listed in the system is TF Movie and TF Movie Mask Roleplay, TF Movie Titanium, TF Movie Unleashed, TF Movie Bump and Go, and TF Movie Titanium. For a complete listing as well as prices, head over to Sabertron.com. So TF Movie Unleashed. Yeah. Something similar to the Star Wars Unleashed? Uh, considering it's Hasbro, that's definitely a possibility. I think the one big worry a lot of people have been having is what of this merchandise is going to end up being action figures instead of transforming toys? Well, I would definitely classify the movie Unleashed as that. That's the definite thought, <laughs> although we might have another thing of single-mode toys with the bump-and-go ones. Well, what the hell's bump-and-go? I have no idea, but... <laughs> bump-and-go. Maybe I should. Maybe we should both have done some research beforehand. But I'm gonna. But I've never heard of anything bump and go. Is there a current product out there called bump and go? Well, I just did an Amazon search, and it does look like they have a decent number of things. Oh, that's what they are. <laughs> oh God. That doesn't sound promising. <laughs> you know those toy cars that start driving and then run into something, and then they turn a bit and run in, and then start driving in a different direction? Yep. That's bump and go? Yeah. <laughs> I recall having something like that when I was a kid. Yep. <laughs> I don't know if I'd buy a Transformers bump and go. Does, does that say what age or range that's uh, targeted as? Uh, no, it doesn't. Does it look kind of... Uh, does it look like it's based towards a younger market? Uh, considering I'm, s the two that I've found so far in just a quick Google search are the Curious George Bump and Go, <laughs> and the 
and a death attack helicopter bump and go. I can't really <laughs> be sure. <laughs> oh, maybe there's a collector's market out there for bump and go. It could be. <laughs> or maybe it could do something cool like, uh, I don't know, maybe it's the return of the jump starters or something. Maybe. Instead of hitting something and turning, it could hit something, transform, destroy it, and then transform back into vehicle mode and keep going. That would be cool. Yep. Now, there's also a TF Movie Titanium Deluxe listing as well. So we have the TF Movie Titanium and TF Movie Titanium Deluxe. So I'm guessing that at least one of those are feature transformable figures. Uh, yeah, and probably one will be transformable and one will be the small statues like we've already been seeing at the 3-inch size. Hmm. So we at least get some action figures out of that. Yep. Aside from the ones that we... We would be normally getting from the the movie line, anyways. Yep. Anyway, it should be more interesting when we actually get to start seeing real versions of the merchandise rather than just names. Possibly for a botcon. Them. Yeah, I'm thinking botcon sounds like the place. <laughs> bump and go. I gotta see the bump and go. That may bumblebee bump and go. That's that's my guess. Still nowhere as awesome as Optimash <laughs> Prime. <laughs> that's so mine. Oh yeah. All right. Oh, 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 I got I got to bring something up too. Okay, go for it. Uh, we got an email. We got an email from a listener who came up with a a name for one. Yeah. Devastator. Oh. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> uh. I don't remember who sent that in, but I thought it was pretty good. I must commend them. That is an awesome pun. <laughs> I don't know how we overlooked that one last week, but. Yeah. Alright, so next story. Next story! Kiss Play Hot Rodimus and a Cadillac Alternator. T-Fans member Fat Guy posted a scanned image of an upcoming Kiss Play figure, Hot Rodimus, this week. The figure is a repaint of Mirage, a red Ford GT with white racing sprakes, stripes, and sporting a brand new head and flames painted on the arms in robot mode. On the Alternator's front, on a listing on ToysRS.com, there's a Cadillac XLR convertible. At this point, there is no official name or release date for the figure. This was actually brought up uh, quite a while ago, this Cadillac alternator. Yeah, I remembered figure. hearing rumors about that earlier. Like, back in a month starting with M. <laughs> so it was quite a while ago. I don't but, remember but, which but, month starting in M. I just remember it was a month starting in M, which is probably the most horrifying part of it. <laughs> well, before we get on to the alternator, back to Hot Rodimus. Yeah. Are, have you bought any of the Vinyl Tech figures at all, or Kiss Kiss Play? I haven't bought any of the Kiss Play. I've bought one all. I've bought one Vinyl Tech, and kind of regret it to be honest. Really? Yeah. You prefer the alternators over oh, that? Definitely. With the alternators, I'm not worried every time I try to transform them <laughs> that I'm going to scrape all the paint off of one of the metal parts, <laughs> or that it's going to fall under, uh, over, or that it's going to fall over under its own weight. <laughs> Do you own the Alternators Mirage figure? Uh, no, I do not. I saw it in the story the other day, but I passed on it because I didn't have any money on me. Yeah, I, I don't own it myself, so I don't know what it actually looks like in person. But it seems like a great yeah, model looks, for the, the Hot Rodimus figure. Like a great choice. I'm hoping they'll bring that one over to the United States. Uh, complete with his little companion? Uh, <laughs> pass. <laughs> 
The only disturbing, horrifying, vaguely pedophilic Transformers merchandise I'm at all interested is the Peeping Tom Optimus Prime slash Eye Bathing in a Hot Spring toy that Remy seems to be quite fond of. (laughs) I'm serious. I'm looking out for one of those every time I go to an anime convention. Still haven't found one? They must be pretty popular. (laughs) Or not that popular. Nobody has them because nobody ever cared. Everybody that has them is holding on to them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so back to the alternator here, the Cadillac. Wh- which figure do you think this is going to be? I'm probably going to give a either-or choice that will be the oddest either-or choice ever uttered <laughs> in the history of Transformers. I think it's either okay. going to be RC or Megatron. RC or Megatron. Now, see, I was going to say, say Megatron as well, but RC? Yeah. I could see that. Though I don't, but as a gray vehicle or silver vehicle, I, I guess we don't know if that it's technically going to be silver. But we don't. I see a lot of silver Cadillac XLRs. Silver does seem to be the primary color for it. But if the uh, internal guts are, if the color scheme is a, pink, a black, pink. and silver, <laughs> it works really well for RC. Yeah, that could work. That could work. And the other choice is Megatron, which actually makes me happy because, well, I've been rooting for a different one, the Mercedes-Benz McLaren SLR. Which would be really great. Yeah, the Cadillac (laughs) does seem to be very similar in the major design elements that I liked about it, so. Yep. Let's see. Any other possibilities, you think? Uh, None that I can really think of. That was the one I was going to say right off the top of my head, Megatron. I mean, the Decepticons really need uh, a couple more figures. Oh, we got Rumble coming down the pike soon. Hopefully. That one should be fun. We saw pictures quite a while ago, yeah. but we still haven't seen any listings or anything for it. Oh, well, we saw pictures for it uh, probably a few months after we started seeing pictures of Mirage, so it's probably a month or two down the pike. Yeah, that's true. Are Are you still buying the alternators, by the uh, way? I'm being a bit more selective about which ones I get at this point, but yeah, I'm into them still. Yeah, see, I'm not really into them anymore. I mean, there's there are any stores here that are are stocking them? Uh, it's hard tracking them down. My Toys R Us has a bunch of skids and a Trax, and the last Target I went in actually had Mirage and Optimus Prime. Yeah. Really? The last one I actually found that was new was Optimus Prime, but I'd already got that over the internet. So, yeah. other than that, my local Toys R Us has one skids, and that's it. <laughs> Uh, my local Target still has the very first uh, smokescreen figure they ever got that someone returned. Wow. (laughs) And, yeah. Do you think the increase in apathy among the fandom with regards to the Alternators toys has something to do with the death of Vinyl Tech and Rebirth as Kiss Play? (laughs) I don't know. If you think about it, it does kind of make sense. There were a bunch of people that were really into it because of, A, the diecast, and, well, that's it, A, the diecast. <laughs> and yep. probably about 50% of the people buying the alternator slash Tech ones were interested in the Tech versions, and now that those are gone. And then just general burnout. Eh. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was something else. Maybe it was the string of repaints of toys that we'd already had two versions of the mold of. <laughs> that could very well be. In any case, it should Fine. be interesting seeing what they do with the rest of these. 
Yep. So, final story? Sure, why not? Okay, Classics Prime and Megatron in packaging. A posting on actoys.net gives us our first glimpse at the upcoming Classics Prime vs. Megatron 2-pack. Pictures include both in and out of packaging shots, as well as up-close and detailed shots of each figure in vehicle mode. The figures are packaged in robot mode in battle poses facing each other and also come with a DVD entitled The Ultimate Battle. Woo. Not the ultimate battle. This is actually kind of interesting. Not the toys themselves, considering we'd already seen a decent number of pictures of them. Right. And the only new information is that what the faces look like without the uh, paint splattered on them, which is pleasantly unsurprising, <laughs> actually. Yeah. It's exactly what yep. we were expecting, and <laughs> nothing out of the ordinary, so that's a good sign. Yep. Uh, I think probably the most interesting things were seeing what they were going to be co-selling with it, which was... Yep actually kind of interesting, and the DVD. Now, if it's the ultimate battle, I see it could be a bunch of different things. It could be a clip show of battles between Optimus and Megatron throughout the entire history of Transformers. It could be nope. uh, more than meets the eye. It could be completely new animation. Or it Which would be nice, be awesome. but I, I doubt that's going to be And it, yeah. uh, the big long shot is... Uh, version of the Flash video, the ultimate battle of ultimate destiny, converted to MPEG <laughs> format and slapped on a DVD. <laughs> yes. That would be worth it just to pick that up. Oh, yeah. I mean... <laughs> well, actually, if they included that on, on there as a bonus feature, no matter what else they put on there, I'd probably end up picking them up. Yes. That would be awesome. Yeah. So then, are you going to pick this these two figures up when, when they're released? Uh... It's all going to come down to the DVD. I mean, as far as the toys go... You, you don't really like them? It's not that. They're good toys. I mean, the thing is, I'm kind of selective about which ones I buy. So, good is... They don't actually stand up and scream at me. <laughs> okay. They're just kind of there, especially considering the $20 versions of Optimus and Megatron look so incredibly awesome. These have... Ended up kind of underwhelming me. So then you're definitely going to be picking up the other versions? Uh, hope to. You hope to? Well, yeah, I... That doesn't sound very promising. Well, I'd also hope to pick up the leaders from 10th <laughs> Anniversary Beast Wars line, and considering I have Megatron and I'm sitting around praying for my local Toys R Us to get one of the other... to get another Optimus in, and so far my prayers have gone completely unanswered, that's what Damn I mean. Damn you, Toys R Us! To. Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't even seen those figures at all. The, I, I doubt I'm going to. You know the most frustrating thing? I found Megatron, and they denied the existence of Optimus, even though I know that they came in the same box. <laughs> it's probably sitting in the back. Probably. An employee wanted to buy it. I don't know. I've been waiting. I know that's I've been going they... back and checking for like three weeks. <laughs> They're just stonewalling me. I think it gives them amusement. They see me coming in the front door and they're like, Oh, oh, that annoying Transformers idiot is here. Hide the Beast Wars Mega... Hide the Beast Wars Prime. Hide it, hide it. Yeah. I'm paranoid. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, the Classics line is looking really good, and the one thing that I'm thinking is, while in a line 
previously, these would have been really cool. They're just kind of They're meh. just sort of, yeah. The, uh, um, yeah, the Prime looks kind of anemic in, uh, in vehicle mode, if you ask me. It, it sort of reminds me of the hybrid-style convoy. It reminds me of, actually, uh, Robot Master's G1 convoy. And... Now, see, I, I don't I don't own that one, so I, I can't compare well, it I don't own either of them. I'm just comparing them based on what I've seen of both of them. But just based on pictures, while they both have their flaws, I was more easily able to overlook the flaws on the Robot Masters one than I was on the Classics one, even though the Classics one, if I'm looking at it objectively, has significantly more minor flaws. Yeah. I don't know if I like the fact that you can just see Prime's head on top in vehicle mode. But. So, do we want to go to listener questions before we bolt? Uh, I don't really want to, but I suppose. <laughs> Since we don't have a discussion topic, there's only two of us. Yeah. So, listener question one? Sure. So one comes from Red Mirage. The Binotech Alternator toy series has already been out plus two years. I think it means two plus years. So how many more are they apt to make in the line? Do you all, yes, I'm Southern, think there are any good alt-bots yet to come? Well, we were kind of discussing this. I think they'll keep making them as long as the line's profitable. Yeah. So, who the hell knows? <laughs> they'll keep making them as uh, long as they can come up with ideas for ones to make and people are still willing to buy them. Do you think maybe they'll do a alternators crossover with the movie? No. <laughs> the was that a yeah? No? That was a no. Okay. It's. I mean, they both got the whole licensed cars thing, but the robot modes look completely different. Yeah, I guess. But they don't have to be movie accurate. Well, if they're not movie accurate, what's the point of making it a movie tie-in? To make money. Oh, oh good point. <laughs> <laughs> This is a toy company. Yeah. Speaking of toy so company, any... I love the word toyetic. Why is that? It's just an awesome word. <laughs> Meaning, a feature of a movie or television program that easily lends itself to a piece of mass-produced merchandise. Take, for example, Batman cartoons or TV shows or movies, and... Anything that can be described as the bat noun. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I think we're done <laughs> with this one. You you don't have any other characters you want to see in the alternators? Well, zone? actually, I don't really give a damn about what characters end up showing up because <laughs> it's G one and the characters that I'm actually most interested in, as far as from getting G2. toys from. No, Beast Wars. Beast Wars is where I actually have the characters that I care about. And uh, I don't want to see Beast Wars characters start showing up in alternators, because, <laughs> one, the fanboys out there bitch and whine enough as it is about everything without having that happen, and two, <laughs> as far as the characters go, they never showed up in a form like that anyway. So... See, so you don't want to see a rat trap make an appearance? No, I'd rather have Rat Trap make an appearance in the main line. Fair enough. Question two? Yeah, question two comes from Lanawar. And his question is, what other 80s cartoons did you like? I'm starting off? Yes. Muppet Babies. Gotta go with oh, Muppet Babies. Oh, Muppet Babies was awesome. 
<laughs> you have to love oh, yeah. any show that makes liberal use of clips from Star Wars as non-sequitur humor. <laughs> uh, yeah, I watch that one pretty regularly. Regularly, yeah. yeah. Regularly. Uh, the original Ninja Turtles cartoon, Dino Riders, Denver the Last Dinosaur, uh, He-Man. I didn't really watch G.I. Joe. Uh, Heathcliff, Inspector Gadget. Uh, that pretty much covers about all the cartoons I used to watch. Well, I got a second Muppet Babies. I loved that one. Uh, I was not a, I was not growing up in the early 80s, so most of what I ended up catching from of the 80s cartoons have been shown as repeats on other stations. So. Toonami's showing of Voltron and Thundercats gave me a love of both of those shows. Well, I gotta go with Voltron, too. I, I forgot yeah. that one. Peter Cullen's other awesome role of the 80s, the omniscient narrator. Uh, what other stuff was actually out of the 80s? Inspector Gadget was always entertaining, even if I didn't watch it that often. Mainly yep. because it was a complete ripoff of Get Smart. <laughs> But it was awesome. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> what other cartoons were there from the 80s? I'm never 100% sure what all those entail. Uh, I might have seen some that I had no idea. G.I. Joe. Never watched G.I. Joe. Never really got into that. Robotech. Uh, never really got into most of the Japanese giant robot shows. I mean, uh, there have been some that I've gotten into, but Robotech, Macross, and all those just never really managed to grab my attention. I'm into Robotech now, but I never watched it when it was on in the 80s. Hmm. Uh, let's see, what other big cartoons were there? I don't know, I, I can't think the of anything. The golden age of cartoons was really the early to mid-90s. Now see, I gotta disagree. Yeah. I, I'm going back to the 80s. Really? What from yep. the 80s is I better remember... than Batman, the animated series, Superman, the animated series, Animaniacs, Freakazoid, Pinky and the Brain... Uh, Beast Wars. You know, you, you know how many of those I watched? Just Beast Wars. That was it. You're so missing out because those <laughs> shows are all incredible. Eek the cat. Eek. Eh, Eek the cat was okay. Oh. Eek the cat was. I great. do have to give it props for having weird Al Yankovic references. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of which, I really ought to wa- buy the Weird Al show on DVD and watch it. You yeah, should. I should. Because yep. I'm a colossal Weird Al fan. I could probably sing most of the songs if I had musical backing just off the top of my head. <laughs> oh, I forgot the Smurfs. How could I forget the Smurfs? I watched the Smurfs, but... <laughs> it was always more of a... feel like I should be familiar with them because of the numerous awesome jokes that will refer to them at a later date than ever actually liking them. And the Snorks. Oh, the Snorks were the Kmart Smurfs. <laughs> Same way the GoBots were the Kmart Transformers. <laughs> oh, now they're all coming back to me. There was the real Ghostbusters. I never I got into that. that, although wasn't J. Michael Straczynski the story editor for that? Uh, why do you ask me a question like that? I have no idea. I was a kid at the time. Especially considering I have the International Movie Database. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, there's also My Pet Monster. 
Yes, Jay Michael Straczynski wrote six episodes. See? Yeah. Yay for my show. encyclopedic knowledge of useless crap. Yay! I never did watch Thundercats, though. That seemed to be pretty popular. I think Thundercats may be one of the three major causes of the existence of the furry movement today. <laughs> Very well could be. Not that I'm complaining. <laughs> okay, on that note, <laughs> question three. This one comes from Blake. You all say you collect Transformers. How big are your collections, and which series do you have the most toys from? Oh, boy. I can answer the first question by saying I have absolutely no idea how many figures I have. Uh, hold on a sec. Did you count? Yes, I am. <laughs> 23, okay. 24, Well, I'll 26, answer question 26, 26, two, then. Uh, the series that I have the most figures from would have to be Robots in Disguise, for the simple fact that I own uh, every figure from that line. And they're all mint in sealed box, or mint unsealed card. 78, 79, 80, 81, 82, 83, 84, 85, 86, 87, 88, 91, 92, 93, 94, 95, 96, 97, 98. Go quicker if you count them by two. It's 98, or thereabouts. So yes, I'm nearly at 100 toys. Oh, yeah, there's 100. Which, which series do you have the most uh, from? Okay, probably alternators at this point, although <laughs> Armada comes close just because of how many minicons I have. <laughs> they add up. Any toy from Armada has a minicon, and any of the minicon sets automatically come with three. You know, now that I think about it, maybe I do have more Armada than I do R.I.D. Hmm. The, though the R.I.D. line was the line that simply wouldn't die since they slapped the name on everything. I've so probably got like th three or four from Robot Masters. Yeah, four. So I don't I, I don't know which which I have more figures in now. I've got four from Robot Masters. I've got just a ton from the Alternators. I've gotten a good number from Cybertron. I've got all but one of the Beast Wars 10th Anniversary reissues so far so that means percentage-wise I'm probably doing the best on those. I will say this, I have 15 tubs of them wow. full in storage, and I've still got uh, all my G1, uh, all the G1 lined on display, and a few of the Cybertron ones. I've got a few tiny, i got more tiny tins than I ever would have expected I would have, mainly because a friend of mine gave me all the tiny tins he didn't want, that he had. <laughs> Did anybody want those? Uh, no. <laughs> However, the toys inside, which are R.I.D.-style GoBots and a few yep. Minicons, not bad toys. Oh, uh, the one other cool thing I got, I actually got a case of the Wave 2.5 World's Smallest Transformers. Yeah, nice. so I have, like... On display, I have one on... In actuality, I have two of them for some of them, but I've got World's Smallest Starscream, World's Smallest Megatron, World's Smallest Soundwave, World's Smallest Optimus, World's Smallest Optimus Prime's Trailer, World's Smallest Jazz, and then the one that I'm missing from that line is World's Smallest Hot Rod. Aww. Yeah. You have to go to eBay. Hell no, I'm not paying eBay prices for that. 
so, uh, I guess that's all yeah. we got. That does seem to be all we got. It's all we got. You're done. So maybe uh, a live show uh, the week after Labor Day? Possibly. Possibly. Don't hold Possibly. us to that, folks. But check out tfwire.com. Yes. Keep posted for updates. And check out the yeah. forums. Please, come jump in and say hi. We know where you live. Yes. If you don't, we'll come down and beat you. Oh, and I, I will say this. The next time we do have a live show, whenever that may be, we will be taking live listener questions. You finally figured out a way that to manage be fun. that? Uh, yeah. Cool. So that should be fun. Yep. <laughs> Last time was a blast, really. Yep, it was fun. Okay, so we're done I think now. so. Okay. This is Matrix Prime signing off. Adios, people. This is Hour 64 saying, see ya. See ya. But you hang me out